Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We bless and exalt your name. We know, God, that you are precious to us. We love you because you first loved us. And now we come, mighty and everlasting Father, to receive instruction from you. We demand of God that you ignite our faith, not only to believe, but to be able to move on to conquer the things that we need to conquer even in life. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so we're going to continue with our, our subject on according to your faith. And this is going to be part number two. According to your faith. I pray that you follow the things I'm sharing in this series. And I'm going to make sure you do not only understand, but you come to the place of building up your faith. I try to make us understand that faith is not just a matter of drumming certain things to you and maybe forcing you, asking you to believe them when they have not become a revelation. You can't have a strong faith without a personal revelation that comes to you. You can't believe in Jesus except there is that personal conviction in your heart that this is real. So faith is not abstract. For me, man may teach it in such a way that just say, okay, just think it, believe it, or whatever. Largely, some of those things are psychology. Amen? Motivational speakers can just tell you, okay, dream it, and then it comes to pass. Hey, as far as your eyes can see, but it was God that told him to look. He didn't just get up. Abraham didn't just get up and then start looking. No. God told him as far as your eyes can see. He was operating on the basis of the instruction God gave to him. Are you there with me? <laughs> we read in the Bible that by faith, Moses forsook Egypt. So how did it, how did it happen? You remember the story I told you? He tried to kill a young man. And he said, you want to kill me like that man? I remember he said, I thought they would know that I am a savior. He knew. It is a revelation that God has given to him that I raised you to save people. That made him to forsook Egypt. He had already seen that before he left Egypt. So when you say Moses forsook Egypt by faith, how did he come to the faith? Revelation got to him that, man, this is not the place. Are you there with me? Praise the Lord. Okay. Let's read one of the texts again we read before. Matthew 9, 27. Matthew 9, 27. And when Jesus departed things, two blind men followed him. Matthew 9, 27. Crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. I like the kind of union that these people had in crying. And it will make it louder. If Jesus were not to hear before, now he will hear because two voices are coming together. It makes it louder. 
You understand that? So sometimes you see when two of you walk together to pray for certain things. This is like prayer of agreement. Is that okay? They were generating a louder noise. <laughs> have mercy on us, not have mercy on me. That's identifying with your neighbor's problem. Praise God. And the Bible said, verse 28, And when he was come into the house, the blind man came to him, and Jesus said unto them, Believe that, I mean, believe ye that I'm able to do this. They said unto him, Yeah, Lord. Now, wait a minute. When they said the son of David, you know what they were trying to say? The prophecy is already there. That the son of David is going to be Messiah, as it were. And there are specific things that we identify him as the son of David. Miracles, signs, wonders. Is, is that okay? Right. And that's why you see, when, when John was put in prison, when he sent the people to go say, go find out if he's the one. What did he say? He just healed some people. The blind see, the lame walk. They, I mean, you understand the deaf here. Go tell him that. What do you think he's talking about? This is why it's already recorded in the scriptures of when the Messiah come, these are the things that he's going to do. So go and tell John that you saw those things in his life. He didn't tell them I'm the Messiah. Let the sign prove to John that I'm the Messiah. So all Israel who had faith in what the scriptures say, they got to know that this is the son of David. Therefore the blind men have heard people saying, miracles are happening, the son of David has come. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Good. So how did they get the faith? They heard. Are you getting what I'm saying now? They heard that the son of David is already around because he's doing signs and wonders. He's healing people. That's why they start crying. Have mercy on us, son of David. They already knew that, even though they were blind. Now they feel it's all time to get it, but the key point I'm raising is they knew because they've heard. Hallelujah. Now verse number 29 said, Then touch their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it what? Unto you. According to your faith. And uh, we find that from the message translation, most interesting. What did he say, message translation? He touched your eyes and said, Become what you believe. I love this so much. Become what you believe. You can't be anything better than your belief. For as he might think it in his heart, so is he. Your conviction is what produces. Not another man's, your own conviction is what produces and what delivers. Okay, let me give you another story. Act 14 verse number 6. Act 14 verse number 6. The Bible says, They were of it and fled into Lystra. That's they were aware of it. Not trying to kill Paul and whatever. And fled unto Lystra and Derby, cities of Lyconia, and unto the region that lieth round about. And there they preached the gospel. And there sat a man 
Or a certain man, at least uh, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. The same had Paul, now get the point. The same had Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. He had Paul. What is bringing? He had Paul. He got conviction that he can be healed. Paul perceived that by implication. He could recognize that this man is actually hearing what I'm saying. But let me show you something. When he said he had faith to be healed. How did this faith come to be to this poor heathen? He was a heathen now. By hearing the word of God. Preached by Paul and the rest of the people. Now let me show you something. Go back a little bit to verse 1. And that's Acts 14 verse 1. And it came to pass in Uconium that he went both together into the synagogue of the Jews and so spake that a great multitude both of the Jews and of the Greeks believed. But the unbelieving Jews said of the Gentiles and made their minds evil against the brethren. Long time therefore abode them speaking what boldly in the Lord which gave testimony unto the word of his grace and granted signs and wonders to be done by what? By their hands. This is the key that the impotent man saw. They've already heard miracles are happening. Is, are you following what I'm talking about? Right. They already had miracles happening. This impotent man already had miracles happening. You know, and then Paul coming around the region where he was and was speaking. Now he could believe. It's like saying, if it happened to those people, it can happen to me. That's faith. Are you seeing what I'm saying here? You have to receive it. So even as I'm speaking, and certain things comes alive unto you, and you hold on to them, that becomes faith. I know this sister will be coming in sometime, maybe when they are ready. But she made a statement to me and said, Pastor, you know what happened? I mean, Sister Jovia, that's uh, Felix's wife. She was outside there, behind this board, taking care of the baby. And she had me say, Someone is here and you are to have your twins. Instantly she said, it's me over there. And that's the twin baby she got. When the word comes and you receive it by faith, you get what you're looking for. Are you still there with me? Look at Dick and Odio here. Look at where he comes from. All the way from Utokutu, right? It's not everybody who can afford to do that. But here was a time they decided, well, the place is now too far. Let's get a place of worship around us here. Like they wanted to try the first time or so. In the night, the Lord appeared to him. I made him understand that you got to go back. Praise the living God. And that's how they come back here. That's faith. So you see, I mean, 
it's unreasonable for, for somebody to be traveling all the way. It's like saying, are there no other churches around? Moving all the way from Otoku to how many drops does it take with his family, with the wife to get here? But that happened because there was a word. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm saying? If you want to believe by faith, then you must come to the place where you hear God all the time. That's what faith does. That's how faith works. That's how faith operates. I'm just giving two illustrations of your own brethren right here. Praise the living God. So when the one is coming forth, be attentive, be open to your spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Be open to your spirit, be attentive, may your ears be alive. You see, this is where Jesus always said, when he finished his sermon, said, let those who have ear to hear, let them hear. What is the meaning of that? Everybody have this butterfly here. Why would Jesus say that? Those who can hear are those who will be able to operate on faith. Who have received revelation based on what is spoken to them. I pray the Lord will grant you hearing ears in the name of Jesus Christ. So go with me to Hebrews 11 verse 1. This is one of the scriptures that my brethren the faith movement uses so strongly. And it's a fact of all they say. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so we we'll capitalize on this and we we'll stretch it and all of that. There's nothing wrong. It's very accurate as well. The word they are trying to say. What they are trying to make us see. Okay, you just believe it. Even if you have not seen it. Just believe it. But, go through the whole Hebrews 11. There is nobody that had faith without faith. God speaking to these people. The wall of Jericho came down. God spoke to them. Is that okay? All the people. God gave them a revelation. God gave them an insight. So what you see... The result, as it were, is what you've been told will come to pass. Praise the Lord. You see, why faith is important, what I'm trying to tell you, or let me say, the kind of faith I'm trying to teach you, is a faith that will never fail. Because if God gives you a word, God will only make sure the word comes to pass. You can hold on to what God says. Praise God, somebody. You know, I, I, I gave you this story sometime. When I was in the educational system, and the night the Lord actually, God was already speaking to me. At this stage, I remember when I was singing a song in the night and talking about time will tell, time always will tell. I would put on a wristwatch and I was drumming in a dream. And I woke up and I know God was trying to say the time to go into ministry is now. But I said I don't want to do that. Because I don't want to be dependent on people. I want to walk and take care of myself and take care of people and do the work of ministry. So in this night, faithful night, 1990, I was just uh, in the house all alone. All of a sudden at about 1 a.m. I rain fell so heavily. The whole place was very cold, but I began to see that I'm perspiring. I was sweating, sweating profusely. And the next thing, my heart was expanding. And I was like, what is going on here? I find that it's coming to the point where I can't literally breathe anymore. So maybe it's like I experienced COVID-19 in 1990. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. And so, as, then the next thing I said, I said, God, what is going on? Is this why I'm going to die? And then I heard a voice. Proverbs 9 11. And I picked the Bible, just went through it, and it says, By me shall your days be multiplied. By me shall your years be increased. That's all. And that is how I have to resign from my lecturing job. Instantly, I wrote a letter of resignation to Investor Port Harcourt, drop it on the table, lock the door, because the friend I was staying with was already in Lagos. I dropped the note and said, Brother, when you come tomorrow, take this letter and submit it to the authority. I am gone. I left the job based on faith. Not because I wanted to. It's not a decision I made on my own. But it's like God was saying, if you don't go, I'm going to kill you. Exactly what he did to Moses. You understand that? Praise God somebody. You see, when you live by faith, you can trust the man that is sending you forth. You can believe that your tomorrow is secured because God said it. That's why when I get into trouble, pain, sickness, anything that affects me, I just go back to God. Listen to me, Father. This is not what you told me in 1990. You have not finished with me because increase my days. How old am I? Multiply your years. How old am I? That's just my prayer. I don't pray more than that. I don't pray more than that. You said it, so you fulfill what you said. That's all. You walk by faith, you should be able to see and hear certain things about your life and you stand by what God told you. No power can take you out of this earth. If God said, I'm going to increase your days and multiply your years. No power can do that. Because anything that tries to do that to you is challenging God. It's not about you now, it's about God. To prove himself who is supposed to be a faithful God. Are you with me? So now, look at this Hebrew 11 verse 1 again. I'm trying to say everyone in Hebrew 11, they saw something, they heard something before they went into the actions that they were taking. Is that okay? Good. You remember how they crossed the Red Sea? Think about that. They go to the Red Sea, they were trapped, isn't it? <laughs> and they were worried and the people came to Moses. And what did God tell Moses? Moses even fell and crying. He said, hey, why cry unto me? Stretch forth your rod and cross. The rod walked because God said, stretch it forth. Come on now. Are you following what I'm talking about? Very simple. So it's not about saying they cross the Red Sea by faith. How? The faith came because God said, stretch forth your rod. Glory to God. Even before Moses went to Egypt, remember? He said, the people are not going to believe me. You know, he said that. What will I tell the people? They are not going to believe me. He said, what's in your hands? He said, well, this is a stick or a shepherd's staff. So you can drop it down. It became a snake. He said, take it up again. He took it up, become a rod. He said, go. If they don't believe, he showed him two signs. He said, if they don't believe this one, they will believe this one. That's right. And when he got to Egypt... When the snakes were misbehaving, you know what happened? He put his rod and become a snake, swallow up the other snakes. So if they don't believe this sign, they're going to believe this one. Don't go. Faith! Because there's an instruction. So when you start walking in intimacy with God, God will begin to instruct you on what to do, which way to go, even in your business. Because remember, the shepherd's rod was meant to be a business rod for Moses. He was using it to take care of sheep. 
Is that okay? Right. He will use it to guide the ship that he was taking care of. So even your business, God can give you instruction. That's what I'm saying. It was the business of Moses that God instructed him to use to deliver the children of Israel. The shepherd road. Are you listening to me? We got to live by faith. But faith must come by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you see those two blind men, they heard Paul preaching and then they heard about the miracles that they were doing. Two things came together. And now the man was convinced, I can be healed too. If others are getting healed, I can be healed too. Based on what this man is preaching, I believe I can be healed as well. And the Bible says, Paul looked at him and perceived that this man has faith to be healed. How did he get the faith? He heard what happened. He heard what was being preached. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11 again verse 1. Message translation. The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God. Praise God. So what is faith? Trust in God. It's not an abstract thing. <laughs> Glory to God. It's a trust in God. Not an abstract thing. You trust in what he says and you know he exists. For without faith, without trust, it's impossible to do what? To please God. Did you get this? This faith. Can you see it now? The trust in God equal what? This faith. <laughs> is the faith foundation under everything that makes life worth living. Praise God. Is our handle on what we can't see. Hallelujah. Is our handle is what we can touch on what we can see. By implication, if God said you're going to build a house, then you know you're going to build a house. It's, you can handle it. You can feel, I know I'm going to build a house. Because God said it. No matter how long it's going to take, how that will happen, you don't know. Because faith. Are you still there with me? Praise the living God. You know, for those of you who know my background in the other ministry where I was, when I started teaching and People were getting blessed by the ministry that I was delivering. Co-pastors in the ministry, they came together and said, this man, they went to the geo and they told him, this man is going to take the ministry from you because everybody is not believing in his teaching. So send him away before he takes the ministry from you. <laughs> and the man called a meeting. I never knew what was going on, but God told me something. The book of, I think, uh, Second Thessalonians. He said, when we are not men pleasers, but God pleases. He gave me that revelation the night. I didn't know what he was talking about. The next thing he gave me was Proverbs 22, and he said, A wise man seeth an evil coming and hide it inside, but a foolish man will go on and destroy it. I said, God, what is going on? I can't understand what is going on. It was then they called a meeting the next day. All of us sat down and they said, yeah, I call this meeting for this purpose. What was the purpose? Anything I'm teaching is what everybody who works on that means you teach. If you are not going to teach what I'm teaching, 
think otherwise. And he asked them, what about you? Oh, I'm teaching or teaching. What about you? I teach what you're teaching. And he came to me and said, no, I'm already thinking otherwise. He said, why? I said, that's what you said. If we can't teach what you're teaching, we should think otherwise. <laughs> now, I'm saying that because God told me something in the previous night. You understand that? And that's how I left the ministry. So when I was leaving, I, where I was going to Emily, one of my very good friends, he had a wonderful experience. And what was that? He was passing through on that rubber plantation. All of a sudden, the heavens opened. Bright cloud just came over him. And he had a voice. Go tell my son. He's going to be driven to a wilderness. First of all, he said, a saw shall pierce through his soul. He shall be driven to a wilderness. Beret shall fall in his desert. Three words. So by the time I got there, he said, Dave, what's going on? I said, nothing. He said, no, 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 no. Something is going on. This is my experience. It was then I said, man, I've been driven away from the job. But guess what? I just resigned from my job. That was about six months. You understand what I'm saying? Now I have no job. I have no resources. Nothing. I've been driven to the street because of the things I teach. And <laughs> when this guy told me this, I said, okay, fine. I believe God. So now watch this. The sword that will pierce through my soul is how you see, when you receive the word of God, it must be tried. All faith must be tried. That is why he discovered how the faith of Joseph was tried. In order they went through. Because God showed him that the son of the move, which is the father and the mother, they're going to bow down to him. That revelation alone led him into the pit, led him into prison. That is the sword that pierced him through your soul. Mary gave back to Jesus with all joy. But when Jesus was killed, a sword pierced through his soul. Are you following what I'm saying now? When you have faith, it's going to be tried. And if you don't understand who you are, you will lose faith in the God that has called you. That's working with you. Amen. But you see what? If that man had not sent me away from his church, you would not be here. Do you understand what I'm saying? That which looked like an oppression was actually the means by which God was sending me into what he has called me to do. If that man had not sent me away from his church, I would not be where I am today speaking to people across the nations. I will not be. Praise God. Do you understand that? So sometimes when God speaks to you and challenges are coming, don't think God has forgotten. Those challenges lead you to the place of success. The challenges in the life of Joseph in prison were what brought him to the place of parliament. It was because he could interpret dreams in prison that Pharaoh got to have him and become the prime minister of Egypt. The challenges you have based on revelation God has given to you and it in taking you to the fulfillment of those promises. Can I hear an amen somebody? We walk by faith, not by sight. It's a sure foundation because God says it to us. I'm asking and believing God that God will personally visit you and speak some things to your life about your own life. In the name of Jesus Christ. You don't trust in the faith of man. You trust in the faith. Your own faith which is God given to you. That is why it's according to your faith. Hallelujah. And like we always say. 
Faith can only come, we can't miss that scripture, don't miss it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. And the word there is Rema. Rema is not just like, you know, every other word. I have explained to you before. There's a big difference between the Rema and the Logos of the word. When you take your Bible, that's the Logos of the word. But as you read, or God gives you a particular passage from the Bible, it becomes Rema. Now, Rema is what translates to faith. So, don't just be reading your Bible. Read it with an understanding, and cause God to bring some things and to bring them alive unto you. It becomes faith. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. Habakkuk chapter 2. Let me give you some other examples here. I want your faith to grow. I want you to come to the place of knowing that, well, God has called me to do what I'm doing. God has called me to be where I am. God's hands upon my life. Like we said yesterday, there's a general call. All of us were called to be saints. Hebrew chapter 3 tells us we are all called, you know, to begin to look unto the one who profess, which is Christ. We all have a general call. But in the midst of that general call, there's a specific call. There's a specific instruction. Even the life you live, there have to be a specific instruction. Praise God, somebody. That's how to walk in faith. That's how to walk in faith. Habakkuk 2 verse number 1. Habakkuk 2 verse number 1. He said, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the towers and watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I'm reproved. That is God now. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. And this is very important. He is, he, is, he is speaking to people. Habakkuk is to give a word as a matter of our revelation to the whole of Israel. Because the whole of this passage has to do with when the Chaldeans came to capture Jerusalem, to besiege Jerusalem. So now, this is what's going to happen. Let it be bold. So that anybody who reads it will be able, even if you are running. That is why those of you who do graphics, I've already told you, remember that? Yeah, this one of the things we're learning in graphics design. When you do your billboard, when you do your design, let it be that if somebody is running and passing by, you should be able to read what's on your billboard. Because not everybody has patience or time to stop in a place to read what you've written. That's graphics. So you don't put so many things. You know, that's why when you're doing signboard, we're doing this one. Just few letters. So that from a distance, you can be able to read. That's the excess of graphics. Are you there with me? Right. Now you write it down, make it bold. That he may run, that reader it. The person is running, no matter the haste, you'll be able to know. Okay, verse 3. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end he shall speak. Praise God, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vision is for an appointed time, but at the end he shall do what? He shall speak. So there's always a time lag for some of the things that God says to you. So don't come to the place and thinking, oh God, sell this thing before. Why have I not seen it? When I yesterday, 99 years old, Abraham was still there, and yet there was a promise upon his head. He should bring forth his seed. He could believe because God said that. He stayed on. That's what God was saying. Walk with me, I've been the prophet. Genesis 17. Are you following what I'm saying? 
It may take time, but it will come to pass. It may take time, but it will be fulfillment. That's the point you have to have. Praise God. Okay, wait for it. He said, uh, what is that? But at, his, at the end shall speak and not lie. It's not going to be failing. It's not going to disappoint you. Though it may tarry, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Praise God. It will surely come. Oh, no, no, no. It will surely come to pass. <laughs> no matter how long a time it it's don't surely come to pass. If God have told you one day pass, I said, man, listen to me, son. You're going to be a great man. It doesn't matter what you see right now. You are going to be a great man. That voice is all you need. That one word is all you need. Praise the living God. You see, follow me. The same 1990, God gave me a word. Part of what I read yesterday, but I never told you it was me. Revelation 10. When you read from verse 10 to 11, that was 1990. Then I have not even moved into ministry, like I was saying. And the Lord told me something. The angel came and gave me the little book and said, Eat it. He said, I ate a little book, and in my belly it was very bitter, but my mind was sweet. After I finished eating a little book, the next thing that follows, and then you shall prophesy to nations, to tongues, to people, and to tribes. You shall, after eating the book. So I'm not surprised when I see that, and Dr. Munian come telling me, come to preach in my conference in South Africa. I begin to see the fulfillment of the thing God spoke to me in 1990. But when did I move out into the nations? 2005. How broad is that? So even if the vision tarries, wait for it. It shall not lie. So when God says you're going to speak to tongues, to nation, to tribes, 2005, down the line, what he told me in 1990 came to pass. That is faith. Are you still following what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Verse 4. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. But the jaws shall live by what? By faith. Oh, glory. You know what he's saying here? I will explain now. When his soul, which is lifted up, he that presumes on safety without any special warrant or guarantee from God is a proud man. <laughs> and whatever he may think or confess or possess or profess in his mind is not upright and he shall fail. That's what the scripture is saying. You know what? God was warning them against the Chaldeans coming to invade the city. Is that okay? It's about if anybody presumes to think that, well, this is not going to happen, I am safe, whatever the case may be. So it's a proud man. You know what? Men who confesses faith without really having the foundation of faith, they are proud people. Mm. Are you seeing what I'm saying here? I mean, most of what I'm saying here may look contrary to what faith really is, what people have taught about faith. But this is a reality. Habakkuk is saying, when God told him, write a vision. In other words, trouble is coming to the city of Jerusalem. Is that okay? Very good. Even though you write it now, man may think it has delayed. It's not going to delay. It's going to come to pass. 
And those who will presume that nothing is going to happen, proud people, thinking contrary to the vision that I've given, the Bible says they are proud people and they are not going to go through the system or the time. Because they just, who are they just? Those who believe in God, those who trust God, they shall live by what? By faith, by implication. They'll be able to escape the trouble that is coming to the city. You together? That is just by faith shall live. He that believes what God has said in relation to the Babylonians coming to destroy Jerusalem shall make escape from that place and so shall live. That's what he's saying here. The just here are those who believe what God said based on the vision that Habakkuk gave. And this is exactly what Martin Luther saw. So if you go to Galatians 3 or so, you are going to find the same thing. The just shall live by faith. Martin Luther saw that the just shall live by faith. Okay, it's not going to be by. It became a revelation to him. So he said, oh, come on. Remember he was a monk? Was a Catholic guy? And he said, no, 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 no. All this thing we are doing... That's not it. Because the world said the judge shall live by what? By faith. He broke out from Catholic Church. That's what we're saying. When it becomes a revelation, when it's quickened to you, you step out. So you have the Lutherans, the Reformation, all of those people, down to the Baptists, the Anglicans, all these are because of one word that Martin Luther got. The judge shall live by faith. So all other denominations, that's why the Catholic will tell you we are the mother church. Because he came out of Catholic Church, he started the Lutheran, the Lutheran movement. So from the Lutheran, from Luther, then you have all of that ones, you know, following. Are you following what I'm saying? Why and how did he come to that? The judge shall live by faith. It become a revelation to him. It's no longer a rema. I mean, a logos. It became what? A rema. And even when he wanted to be killed, so nothing. That is not a problem. The judge shall live by faith. Praise the living God. If you come to the New Testament, the way you apply it again, you see, when Jerusalem was supposed to be besieged by the Romans, right? The word already came to them. Jesus already spoke the word in mighty 20, 24, right? Good. 24, 25. Jesus already told them what's going to happen to the city. If I'm from 23, when he wept over the city. Remember that. Very good. So what is next thing? The judge shall live by faith means those who believe what Jesus said, that trouble is coming to Jerusalem, they escaped. They were saved. Hallelujah. And then we have, like those who actually left Jerusalem, they went to a place called uh, Pella. You know, uh, Pella was outside of Jerusalem. That's where all of them ran into the fall the Roman army came to Jerusalem. And all of that happened because of the word that they received from mighty 23, 24, 25. Is that okay? They believe what Jesus said, that trouble is coming. And then they become those who justify by what? By faith. They now live by faith because they believe what Jesus said. So, you are not going to operate a great faith. Now, now. Somebody said, Pastor, now, that means... I'm finished because I've never heard God. I'm not hearing God talk to me. No, 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 no. God talks to you almost every time, just that you don't hear. You understand that? You just don't hear. You are not paying enough attention. Yesterday I had a revelation. 
before I came to the meeting. And I find out I was giving him a new dress. And I just put it on. And he has colored on it different colors, almost like seven colors. And uh, I was wondering, what's going on? And then I started praying. When I was praying, my prayer time, when I was praying, the thing just flip up again. And then we begin to see who had a coat of many colors in the Bible. Can you remember? Praise God. And that speaks of royalty. That speaks of glorification. That speaks of honor. Are you getting what I'm talking about? I got out two days ago. And I know that God is about to do something. And now as I pray, I'm reminding God, you gave me this coat of many colors. <laughs> Praise the living God. What about you standing for? I'm waiting for it. And it has to come. This is where I live my life, people. Praise the living God. Is that okay? Amen. So they ran to Pella, Coalition region, and then they lived. They were saved. Now, so what are we actually saying? He that believes the promises of God and has found life through believing shall live by his faith. Believe in the promises of God. Believe in what God says. You live by what he says to you. Hallelujah. That's what we say. The judge shall live by faith. Glory to God. Are you still here with me? I need you to come to that place, people of God. Listen. Don't you ever look down on yourself. I'm trying to say, you hear God most time, but you don't understand God is talking to you. You've not been trained, if I may use the word, to know how God speaks. You see how God came to young Samuel? Samuel, Samuel. And then he ran to Eli. Because he doesn't know how God speaks. He doesn't know. He's never had the voice of God before. So he went to Eli. First time, second time. And Eli said, no, 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 no. It's God talking to you. Anytime you hear the voice again, say, here I am, Lord, speak. You together. Very good. So some of you are hearing God, but you don't know that this is God talking. You know why? Sometimes you don't even know who God, I mean, who is talking. You are so used to devils talking. People have told you how devils talk so much. People have told you how witches talk so much, so that you don't know where God is talking. You think it's the devil still talking to you. Are you sitting there with me? Now, if, if faith comes by hearing, and you are being so taught about the devil, so what faith do you have now? Demonic faith. So faith can be positive and what? Negative. Based on what you hear. Anything you hear determines your life. Because faith equals your life. The joy shall live by what? By faith. Look at the book of Second Corinthians 1 verse 20. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Mm. Second Corinthians 1 20. Second Corinthians 1 verse 20. For all the promises, all, not some, of God in him, in who in Christ, are yea and he what? Amen. Unto the glory of God by us. In other words, we're declaring the promises of God you receive it, it becomes an amen. In other words, there's an agreement, there's a confirmation, there's a completion of those promises. All the promises of God are yea and amen in him. In who? In Christ. So when Christ is being taught, what's the next thing? you receiving faith based on Christ's word. And what's the next thing that happened? You begin to live by what you hear. Praise the living God. All the promises of God. 
Aye, and what? And amen. In who? In Christ. In Christ. Unto the glory of God by us. When he say by us, that means we will declare the word of God. Who will declare the gospel? Who will declare the teachings of Jesus Christ? When you receive it, the promises of God for you in that way you're receiving is confirmed. Praise the living God. Are you following what I'm saying? So their faith is based on the promises of God as it's revealed in the scriptures. Are you start reading it and God begin to give you insight. God begin to quicken certain portion of scripture to your heart. It becomes a revelation. You can live by it. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I shared with you here a few years ago. I have a terrible earache. Doctors have tried, everybody have tried, nothing was happening. Terrible earache, I don't know what to do. They gave me several leaves to put in, squeeze this, do that, I did that, this left ear. I just could not go through. I mean, it was so horrible. And then one night I said, God, what is happening? It was just a simple question. And he gave me a passage from the book of Sam. I just took the Bible and I read through the passage and he said, and the ears got open. And that was all. Instantly, I got relieved. Instantly, I got healed of that problem. The word which was logos became a revelation because God gave it to me. Are you getting what I'm saying now? So there are scriptures that God will give to you and that becomes the foundation of your life. So faith is the foundation by which we stand. How is that? We trust in the man who made the promises. For the promises of God to us are yea and what? Amen. <laughs> are you sitting there with me? Just try to get a word from the Lord. Just stay open to God speaking. Just be open to what God says. Just be sensitive to when God speaks. And that's the, all that you need. That's all you need to walk through life. No matter the issue, no matter the trouble, that's all you need to walk through life. The promises of God, all of them, not one. All of the promises of God in Him are yea and what? Amen. Amen means concluded, agree, settled. Do you understand this? Praise the living God. The just shall live by faith. The just who are justified. <laughs> to whom he called it justified. The just shall live by faith. As you believe what God is saying. As you believe what declaring. May your faith can stand. You can stand on that platform and say. I know it's coming to pass. I can't to Habakkuk. Even if it tarries. No. Wait for it. It shall not lie. Except God it is said, if God says it, it's coming to pass. Praise God, somebody. That's faith. So we we are not talking about wishy washy kind of faith. No, 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 no. I'm talking of faith that has foundation, faith that is solid, faith that you can trust in, faith that you can take your money to the bank and get it insured and say, God said it, I'm going for it. Hallelujah. Praise God. I mean, I just gave you a little bit of my background and how we will come to where I am today. It's all a work of faith based on what God tells me. And so sometimes people come, give some prophecies, I'll say, no, God never told me that. You understand that? Now I've got to stay by what God says, not what you prophesy. Somebody said, no, you mean we don't receive prophecy? No, 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 listen to me. If I give you a prophecy, there will be a weakness in your spirit. The spirit of sonship that you already have will bear witness with all everything I say because it's one spirit. Hallelujah. The excess of somebody prophesying over your heart, I mean over your head, is simply meaning, according to the scripture, 
At the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every case be what? Established. That's all. So you already receive it. And maybe you're doubting. Somebody comes and give you a word. It's confirming. There's an agreement. That double witness. The law of double witness must operate. In whatever thing that is coming to pass. By God. Hallelujah. I need you to stand up to come to that place of knowing my people. That God is still speaking. And he can speak to you even now. In the name of Jesus. And when he comes to you. Stay by what he says. Believe what he says. Trust what he says. Walk by what he says. No matter how long it takes. The answer is going to come. Even if the vision tarries. What did he say to do? Wait for it. For it shall come to pass. It shall not lie. God cannot lie. All the promises of God. In him are yea and amen. Praise God somebody. Friends, I just want you to know this morning that we're walking by faith and you also can walk by faith and you start walking by faith, your doubt will go away, all your troubles, the things you feel they are troubles, they'll be disappearing. You just stay on what God says. You just stay on the call upon your life. You just stay on the directive that God is giving to you. You just stay on who God says you are. Praise God. Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org or you can send us an email admin at gkai.net. God bless you.